Attention is the single word that describes the teaching of Ramana Maharshi. And if you ask yourself that question, where is your attention? Where is my attention? You can begin to notice how you give your attention to thoughts and feelings and circumstances. And it's in giving your attention to these things that change and move. The constant change of life flowing, moving, evolving. When you give your attention to that which changes, you overlook the changeless presence that is always here. And ultimately, attention is what Ramana is pointing to. The awareness that is aware of thoughts, aware of circumstances, aware of that which changes. And we have this choice about where we place our attention. We might not have a choice over what's happening in our life. Certainly we've all experienced moments where things aren't going our way. When we've lost someone we've loved, or we get injured in a car accident, the unexpected and unwanted experiences are the common experience of life. So you don't necessarily have a choice about where or what is unfolding in your life, but you always have a choice about how or what you are giving your attention to. It's a presence that's been described or attempted to be described by so many. And there is no way to describe this presence that's actually before what you describe as your attention. The attention of the attention, the life of the life, the presence before the breath. What is that? And that's really the essence of Ramana and his teaching and his pointing. So if you look at the beautiful poetry of Rumi, there's so many beautiful poems that express that which cannot be expressed, that relay that which cannot be relayed, the love that you are in the core of your being that is transcendent of any thoughts of love or being. Words ultimately fail. They don't relay this living truth that is the great challenge to discover. So how do you discover that which can never be described, that can be never be explained? never really actually be understood with the mind. It's transcendent of mind. It's within form and free of form. It is the formless emptiness of pure presence. But when you look at the poetry of Rumi, he has this way of 
using everyday experience to point to this presence beyond all thought and all experience. Rumi says there are thousands of wines that can take over our minds. Don't think ecstasies are the same. Jesus was lost in his love for God. His donkey was drunk with barley. Drink from the presence of saints, not those other jars. Every object, every being, is a jar full of delight. Be a connoisseur and taste with caution. Any wine will get you high. Judge like a king and choose the purest. The ones unadulterated with fear or some urgency about what's needed, drink the wine that moves you as a candle moves when it has been untied and is just ambling about. So this is such beautiful poetry that points to this living love in the core, this emptiness that is not really dead emptiness or like an empty box. It is that emptiness of an empty box. You could think of your body as an empty box. But the thoughts that roll through our mind and captivate our attention, the story about our life, this story that we tell ourselves is what keeps us trapped in the suffering nature of mind. So breaking free from this is the great challenge, right? The great challenge is to stop following the incessant movement of thought and love. Love so deeply that you are annihilated by this love. That this idea of you is annihilated by love because who you are can never be annihilated by ideas of love. But this love that I'm pointing to destroys all ideas of you, revealing the purest love that is you, that presence which cannot be dis- you know, described or defined. It can only be pointed to. It's this as Rumi says, praise to the emptiness that blanks out existence. Existence, this place made from our love of that emptiness. We love emptiness. When we stop telling the story of our life or our problems or yesterday or our fears about the future, when we stop all that, we fall naturally into the emptiness of existence, pure awareness the emptiness in the core of your being, right? And then Rumi says, praise to that happening over and over. For years I pulled my own existence out of emptiness. Then one swoop, one swing of the arm, that work was is over. Free of who I was, free of presence, free of dangerous fear, hope, free of mountainous wanting. The here and now mountain is a tiny piece of straw blown off into emptiness. These words I am saying so much begin to lose meaning. Existence, emptiness, mountain, straw. 
words and what they try to say swept out the window down the slant of the roof. So ultimately, no matter how beautiful the poetry might be, no matter how deep your realization, the story of that realization must be swept away in this moment, the fierce mountain of now, the fierce presence of the living now that you are. It has to be swept away. We're happy to have our sadness swept away, our anger, or fear, loneliness, have that removed from us, right? Like Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane praying for this to be removed from us, the unwanted experiences. But in the welcoming of all experience, in the welcoming of all thought, you can begin to see that which is beyond thought, right? And that the words themselves must be swept away and seem to be meaningless in the context of this vast, indescribable emptiness that you are. So where is your attention? If you allow yourself to fall into the love, the purest core of your heart, and burn in that love, allow yourself to be annihilated by this love, this presence, this emptiness, then the intimate discovery that you are the purest freedom, the freedom, the happiness, the peace that you have always sought is here and now in the living presence of your heart as that emptiness that can never be described. Sunyata, right? the emptiness beyond all ideas of emptiness. So emptiness must be thrown out. The realization of emptiness, the realization of presence, the realization that leads to your awakening when you see that which is looking through the lens of your eyes. This must be tossed out so that you are fresh and present in this moment and your attention is freshly here, freshly now freshly alive in this moment, free of any past, whether it's an enlightened past or a past of pain and suffering. I would never take pain away from you. It is essential. It's the part of life that the catalyst, the heartbreak, that sudden unexpected change that causes you to seek freedom, to seek solutions, to ask the deeper questions, like what is life really all about? And it's this willingness to surrender to this moment, which means a deep letting go of all past experiences, no matter how sublime. The surrender, true surrender, is vanishing into this presence, into this emptiness, beyond all ideas of emptiness, right? It's vanishing fully in that emptiness and the deep, indescribable recognition of the truth of yourself, which cannot be known and can never be described, but it is here always always here in the very core 
of your being. And when you give your attention to that core, that pure presence of being, there is only the most sublime love, peace, happiness, the steady presence of bliss beyond all ideas of bliss. This is who you are. This is the freedom in the core of your being. Why not give your attention to that? Thank you so much for listening. This is Koshi, and I'll be talking to you again soon.